Hello everyone, welcome back to Skin Goddess Podcast. This is your host, Andrea. Today's episode is going to be all about me and the aesthetic industry, the industry that I work in currently. So, essentially, I wrote down just a couple things that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to introduce myself more because the last three episodes have just been more about information and about skin in general but i really want to talk about um you know aesthetic school the beauty industry and just more about me and you know why i got into this industry why i started podcasts everything like that so let's get right into it so first off of course my name is andrea (laughs) um The reason why I started this podcast, I feel like I'm in an interview. (laughs) I don't know, I'm nervous. (laughs) But um, anyways, I started this podcast on a whim. Um, I heard this, I was listening to another podcast and there was this ad that basically talked about, you know, starting your own podcast um, on Spotify for podcasters and i was like you know what i've been thinking about it for a while i'm just gonna do it um i want to help others i want to get my name out there and also like doing the podcast has become a form of entertainment for me or like a form of venting in a way like i have so many ideas where i'm like oh yeah i'm just gonna talk about this and it's not even skin related but i honestly don't know what the audience wants to hear i don't know if they want more about like lifestyle wellness um more about like my life content or um more informational content or just a little bit of both because i would be happy to do like a little bit of both you know life and knowledge um together but anyways yeah i started this podcast to you know not only help i i don't I want to help other estheticians, but I also just want to be, like, someone's go-to podcast that they like to enjoy on their, um, you know, walks during their free time, whatever, whenever they listen to podcasts. I also want to be that for people, like a source of entertainment, but it's hard to be a source of entertainment when you also want to be a resource and a tool. So I think having different types of episode styles is going to be what I'm going to do um, from this point on. I was also talking to my um, friend who she does nails and I was telling her how I'm just afraid because I don't know if what I'm putting out there on the internet is good. Like I don't feel confident um, in the way I sound or if you know, people are listening to me or people are actually going to take my advice. Um, But yeah, and we were just going on and on about um, how stuff like this, like podcasts takes, it can take years to, um, you know, for someone to eventually make money off of it or for someone to become a popular podcaster, someone's go-to podcast. You know, it takes, because I was listening to another podcast. She said it was like her third year or something doing it, and she had just started 
um, getting like views and or listens and just started going up from there. Um, and so honestly, I enjoyed doing it just for the sake of doing it, <laughs> like just for the sake of talking to this microphone. Like I literally bought a microphone and everything, but um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, but it's also hard because you know there are so many podcasts out there, and that's why I wanted to specifically make mine um, for other estheticians and talk solely about knowledge. But I think that I also have people that will listen to it more if it's a little bit of both and a little bit more entertaining rather than just me spewing a bunch of knowledge and facts. But I do like um, the series that I'm on right now where I am going over a certain skin type and building a skincare routine for that type. Um, I don't know. I feel like none of my ideas are good, but then like after I put them out there, I'm like, that probably wasn't that could have been better or something. But, you know, I'm new to all of this. So it's just a matter of putting myself out there and trying my best until I truly know how everything works. Um, the only people who really listen are like, I think my family, hopefully, <laughs> and um, a couple friends. Um, but that's okay. Um, I am still enjoying myself. <laughs> okay, so first thing I want to talk about is how I got into aesthetics and being an esthetician. So originally I was going to go to college. I feel like that's how it starts, <laughs> but I actually just turned 20 years old. And so right after high school, two years ago, was it two years ago? I don't know. Anyways, right after high school, two weeks after I graduated, I started esthetician school and I graduated esthetician school um, this, oh, so a whole year. Okay. I graduated esthetician school <laughs> earlier this year in January. January 2023 is when, when I graduated. And then, um, yeah, so it took me, how many months was that? I don't know, seven or eight months um, to complete the aesthetics program. Where I'm from, you need to have a thousand hours built up in order to take your state boards and become licensed. So as an esthetician, you do have to take um, a state board exams um, in order to be qualified to work in the industry. So the state board exams... Um, or there's like a practical and a written, but where I'm from, they're both written, so they're just on the computer. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of questions, <laughs> but thank God I passed. <laughs> but anyways, and I can do a see like talking about this give me ideas because I'm like oh I should do an episode about like studying for the state boards or something. But everyone's state boards are different because typically your state boards are going to go over your state policies and like regulations. So that's, I mean, you know, everyone's is going to be different. And also not every state qualifies their, or wants their estheticians or needs their estheticians to be at a thousand hours. That is just where I'm from. Unfortunately, a thousand hours was so long. <laughs> 
but um, I don't make the rules, unfortunately. But anyways, yeah, so I was originally going to go to college and I was going to major in psychology. And I think the only reason why I was thinking about even majoring in psychology and working with, um, I wanted to like be a therapist essentially, um, or go into social work, but, and work with children. But honestly, I think the only reason why I had that was because I was influenced by my family. Like my sister, she has a degree in psychology. She works with children. My other sister, she has a degree in education. She works with, um, um, children as well. My mom, she, had her degrees in education as well. She was working with children all her life, all her like working career. And so I think that kind of influenced me into thinking like, um, going into that field as well. And all throughout high school, I was a very, I was the type of student that was like, as long as I'm passing, everything is okay. You know, I, I had good grades. I had A, B's, and a couple C's on like the harder classes. <laughs> but I also had no motivation in high school. I had like the, I only enjoyed a couple classes and those were of course the classes that were like sewing class and like child development and those types of classes. Um, and I really like, I loved psychology class and um, college algebra was okay too and the science classes were good but it was like everything was fine I enjoyed the classes I just didn't enjoy doing the work so like I was super lazy I would always just stall very last minute I would always procrastinate my homework I turned in things late and honestly I was not a good student I didn't even try and I don't know that like I, I passed all my classes and I did my homework, but like I would be doing everything last minute and that's not go that's not okay, but I didn't I don't know, I didn't enjoy school. I didn't enjoy going to school. Um it was really hard for me to literally get out of bed and go to school. Um the only thing I looked forward to was really like dance and in order to be on like a team at school you have to have good grades so of course i had to maintain those good grades and a good gpa if i wanted to do dance and so that's kind of also something that helped me just stay afloat and look forward to um but yeah thinking even thinking about going to college was so miserable to me like i i knew that it just it wasn't for me i i knew that i was gonna struggle probably eventually drop out um, and I admire everyone who is in college right now, who has gone through college, who has degrees, you know, that's amazing of you. And like, we're, we are all proud of your work ethic and how hard you worked. And I acknowledge that. Um, but personally, I knew that it wasn't going to work out for me. Um, and I was kind of doing research. I, I loved skin, skincare before, um, 
going to school i didn't know much about it i just knew like the very basics and i just i loved makeup too i used to do in high school makeup for girls who were going to prom or just my friends who needed their makeup done for like school dances and stuff and so i would do that and that's kind of where it geared me towards the aesthetic industry which i had no idea what an esthetician was <laughs> prior to all of this but um i knew that i loved to do makeup even if i wasn't the best at it i had been doing like little makeup looks on myself since seventh grade it was just i've i've always been a girly girl type i've always been into makeup lashes skin brows just the beauty in general um i worked at ulta for like a couple like a year and a half um during high school um it was my second job in high school and it was i loved working at ulta for the most part um i loved the beauty aspect about it i loved helping others um answering all their questions and just um I don't know there were some really really good people that i met at ulta and that i will like forever remember because of just how they impacted my life just how like amazing friends they were um but like i just i loved the the team that i was working with literally we would always just have parties together little get-togethers we had friends giving one time we would like celebrate um birthdays and we would um like host going away parties if someone was like leaving it was just it was so fun and i'm very very fortunate to have experienced such a good team and i'm very fortunate to have experienced working in the beauty industry prior to going into the aesthetic industry because it kind of gave me like a leg up like it was really really good my my hours were very flexible with school it was it was it was a really good job and i really enjoyed it um and then you know shortly after i moved on into a more spa like industry but um while i was in aesthetic school it was it's something that I've talked about with a lot of other um, people who are in the beauty industry. It is something that can definitely burn you out. Um, there were days in aesthetic school where I wouldn't show up because I was so exhausted. Because I would work on the weekends, sometimes after school. You know, you have to study for your tests that are every week. And... Um, really i wanted i just i wanted to be full of knowledge so i would always just try my absolute hardest in school and really you know absorb all the information that i'm getting thrown at um but anyways so like after school i would just sleep because you know school is eight hours a day um if you're not doing your book work stuff, then you're working with actual clients and it literally felt like a job. It felt like a full-time job. So every single day after school, I would literally go to bed, um, eat dinner if I did, and then, you know, do all your nighttime activities. But, um, and then on the weekends, I would work like 
six to eight hour shifts. So I was just really, really burnt out, really exhausted. So that's something that mentally I did not know was going to happen. And mentally I didn't prepare for because I was so drained physically, but mentally every day I would show up to school and just be like a zombie. I was literally a zombie at school. And also in aesthetic school, they require you, or at mine, they require you to, you know, you need to wear, there's a certain dress code. You also need to have um, makeup and your hair done. That's not saying like you need to be done up every single day, but like, you know, you need to brush your hair, girl, and wear some mascara and something, you know, because I mean, this is the beauty industry. This is what we're representing. Um, and so, Oh gee, it was just so, it wasn't a lot to do, but I was, I was literally like doing the bare minimum every single day of school and just wearing like, you know, dress code outfits, but the most basic, lazy, laid back dress code outfits, um, because I was just so tired, um, and we were able to show up 15 minutes early to school and clock in 15 minutes early, but the line was so long that I would always just clock in at the normal time of getting there, which was nine. And, um, and if I didn't, I would always just sleep in a little bit extra and not get there 15 minutes early. But it, it was just, it was literally like a roller coaster, just an emotional ride of like, I'm exhausted, but I need to do this. So it's something that, like, if you guys are considering going into esthetician school, something that you seriously need to, I mean, there's really no preparing for it, but something that you should be aware of, that it, it can definitely get tiring. It's a lot of money. Um, where I'm from, it was a lot of money. Um, my school tuition was $15,000. Um, FAFSA helped cover some of that. And then um, the rest was like subsidized and unsubsidized loans. And then I had to pay $4,500-ish out of pocket um, every month. I made like a monthly payment. And dude, literally working at Ulta, <laughs> like half of my money would, it was just, I was not, I'm still not the best at, you know, money and spending and everything. So yeah it was it was just so rough it was so rough so definitely if you want to go to esthetician school i would save up a little bit of money because that's what i did too and it helped um it helped some but yeah i would definitely save up some money if you're planning on paying for it yourself i would um like write out if you have multiple school options i would compare the tuitions but also when you're comparing the tuitions, you need to compare what that school offers. And if you tour a school, they'll give you an entire booklet and list of what those schools offer. So, for example, I am paying more money, but I am getting more resources and more education out of this school, let's say. And I think that's what the deciding factor for me was. Um because I had three different esthetician schools where I'm from. And the deciding factor for me was, okay, well, this school has availability when I want to start because there were only, um, what, like 14, 12 or 14 slots open. And so, and I started in May 
two weeks after I graduated high school. And that's, I wanted to start in January, but I couldn't graduate early because of whatever class that I had to finish through, um, some AP class. Um, and so I started in May. That was as soon, that was the soonest I could start. And there was only a couple slots open. And so I was like, okay, this is, this, you know, I want to start sooner rather than later. And so, um, that was also a deciding factor for me that that course started in May and, um, everything that I would be learning, the reputation of the school, the reviews of the school. I talked to a bunch of other people who were former students of the school. Um, and all of them said that the education was worth it. And I took their word on that. And so that was, that was how I decided I was going to go, you know, um, I knew that aesthetics was going to be for me as soon as I toured the school and I found out everything that I was going to be doing. I was like, yes, 100%. This, my gut is telling me that I need to do this. And it's kind of one of those moments where you just, it's like an eye-opening moment where I realized, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be right now and this is what I'm going to be doing. And I've never been that confident before in my life making making a choice (laughs) but yeah I was super confident going into um this like choosing to go into this industry um I knew that I was going to enjoy it I knew that I was going to enjoy um like the work at like the book work at school was not hard I mean it was hard but um like when you apply yourself when you're taking the time to study and um, memorize certain things, doing your Quizlets, Cahoots, whatever, and just really applying yourself, that's when it can be easy because, um, you know, the more studying you do, the easier it is, um, to memorize certain things. So I, and it was because I loved it so much, every, all the knowledge that I was learning, I loved it so much. I think that helped school the work or the book work be easier for me. So I don't recommend going into the aesthetics industry if that's not something that you really want to do or like, cause the book work is heavy, um, especially throughout like whatever phase you're in, the book work is definitely gonna be heavy. You have to learn a lot of things in a certain amount of time. It just depends on what school you go to and what state you're fr- from, excuse me, but um essentially where I'm from there were a certain amount of things that I had to learn in a certain amount of time so it was we were learning different lessons every single day in the textbook multiple textbooks (laughs) and um like one let's say one week it was skin week so we're gonna cover every single little detail about skin in that week sometimes we would we would just be in that textbook all day long and that's just how it was and one week is going to be about like wax week one is going to be about (laughs) (sighs) one week is going to be about um just 
business and finances and money and one week is going to be about social media and marketing yourself so i also really loved that the school that i went to did talk about that and did offer hands-on activities to um, work with that and um, live demonstrations to show us certain things which I absolutely loved so definitely you need to be touring your schools and really considering your options heavily um, so that's kind of like how I got into aesthetics and um, requirements to get into aesthetic school were very simple <laughs> especially for me I needed it to be simple <laughs> um but I can't remember everything that I had to do but I think I had to write yes I had to write a letter of intent so just basically like a really short letter of what I wanted to learn and um what I was excited about and what I look forward to you know just a letter of intention and then um I also had to submit a headshot um, I don't know why. Probably, like, to keep it on file, like, student-wise, like, this is this student. I think that's what that was for. So, I, I had to submit a headshot, um, and I had to do all of this months prior to even enrolling, or after enrollment. So, you need to enroll first into your program and there typically is like some sort of not deposit fee but like hold fee so I had to my fee was a hundred dollars and that was to hold my spot um for the course and that did go towards my tuition um and let's see letter of intent headshots after um after you know you pick your school you enroll um and there might be a fee there might not but um that's when like all the paperwork comes in too so you'll have to you know you need your fafsa should have been filled out um and there's just a bunch of like liability paperwork there is um a bunch of paperwork stating like what you're going to be doing hands-on what the risks are um there's paperwork going over if you decide to drop out school policies it was signing after signing after signing but um you know that it's a very professional school it's a very professional industry and covering all the bases is important so definitely like during enrollment you're gonna be signing a lot of things so be prepared for that as well um and let's see yeah i also you're probably gonna have to pay your um like textbooks and stuff um and your kits so for my school i got a lash kit makeup kit and just like you know the necessities that the school provided they also gave me an ipad but essentially i paid for everything <laughs> because um i mean like yeah fafsa but also unsubsidized and subsidized loans that i'm paying back currently and you know my out-of-pocket payments that i had to make all of that you know i paid for everything you do get to keep your ipad though if the school gives you one or I'm, I'm not sure but the school gave me one and well i mean my tuition was paying this you know i was paying for it essentially but i got to keep it 
hope like I I would have been like why wouldn't I keep it <laughs> you know like I'm paying but anyways yeah um so I got to keep that you do also get like three different shirts and a jacket I think so you have to pay for those things too um and your apron um but after like after I graduated they changed the dress code to black scrubs but when I was there we were allowed to wear um pants jeans as long as they weren't blue jeans because that was on Friday and then like we could wear any color pants any type of pants like of course no sweats but um you know, just look look professional and look cute. And the tops we could wear are school tops or we could wear, like, whatever color tops we want. It just has to be professional and, you know, look cute, look trendy if you want. I don't know. But you just have to look cute, basically, and professional. Um, like, you work in the beauty industry. That's what they would tell us. And you would always have to wear your apron, too. So, um, if you're not comfortable with a certain type of dress code then especially now because a lot of schools are changing their dress code into like just black scrubs which that's already what a lot of esthetician schools are or aesthetic schools are just black scrubs um so if you love that go ahead like go you you know i enjoyed having like a more open dress code but i also like the aspect of everyone being uniform and the black scrubs is definitely looks even more professional especially in a spa setting so that was nice too that they got that um because i know a lot of people were wanting to do that and were advocating for that change excuse me so um let's see we already went over that we're going to talk about <laughs> what my school taught me <laughs> so the reason why i put that down is because um in school, you go over a lot of book work, like I said, like the My Lady um, or Milady um, textbook is very popular. It's something that a lot of aesthetic schools like use. Um, and we had our own type of textbooks that were um, made by like the owner of the school himself, I believe. Um, I think I don't even know. But, um, anyways, so, yeah, I think they were called, like, Pivot Point or something. I can't remember. Um, yeah, Pivot Point. Um, but anyways, so, um, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of textbook work, um, the first few months. So, obviously, I definitely learned the basics of how to do everything, Every single thing that is, you know, offered in the school, I learned everything. Lashes, lash lifts, lash tinting, brow laminations, brow wax, brow tints. Um, every single type of waxing I learned um, as well. And every single type of facial that we had available, we also learned, you know, basic facials, um, microdermabrasion, nano infusion, um, hydrotherapy facials. We were also a Dermalogica partnered school. That's exactly why, not the Dermalogica part, but I chose this school as well because I was learning so much advanced skincare 
and advanced skincare treatments. I loved it. It's what I specialize in right now, advanced skincare treatments, and it's it's my most favorite thing to do ever. Like, I want to do this for the rest of my life, but um, anyways, so yeah, we did hydrotherapy facials, nanoinfusion, we did dermaplaning, um, like every little thing you can think of, we did. The only thing we didn't do was spray tanning, um, because someone said it was too messy so they took it away but i i think that they might be doing that again i have no idea but um i know other schools definitely do spray tanning we did lash extensions we did uh i don't know if i covered it all but you know we did we did a lot um and we would also practice these things multiple times as well um, we would do them on each other, and if we decided to opt out, we would have to find a model. But um, yeah, we did all of the services that we practiced on each other, and then eventually towards the end of the program, we, um, middle towards the end of the program, we were able to start working on actual clients, which was my most favorite part. Um, I loved working with the clients. Um, some of them were a little bit not nice but most of them were really really sweet and you know they knew that you were a student and they knew that you were new to everything so they were very considerate and very patient so i loved that i loved the clients that i had there they were all so sweet um but you're going to be learning a lot more real life experiences outside of school of course when you're in the field and you're working hands-on with clients that aren't gonna be as considerate because you are a professional now and they expect you to um you know live up to that standard of professionalism you know you learn you learn a lot more things about those people and um you kind of pick up your own style of branding style of marketing style of how you do certain services so it's just it's about getting that experience and you just develop a style throughout the process of getting your experience using your license. You just, you know, develop a certain personality um, working with clients. And so in school, I think I was very timid and very shy. And now I'm just like talking to my clients about anything and everything. <laughs> um so it's definitely, it's really nice. It's a rewarding career for sure. Um, but you learn different things um, during school and um, after school. So, you know, it's just like every other career too. You know, you go to college and you learn your basics and your textbook stuff and the standards of everything. And then you go out and you experience a whole new world. So that's kind of, it's very similar to that. Um also, school taught us a lot about finances and about um, social media content. So one of the requirements was that we did have to have an Instagram page and we had to regularly post, you know, before and afters. We had to regularly post different types of content um, as much as we could and just really advocating for ourselves social media wise, which is the best thing that literally the best thing ever which my instagram kind of sucks right now because 
um, at the job I work at right now doesn't necessarily let me post certain content. So that's for another day. But anyways, um, so yeah, my Instagram is so like lame right now. I definitely need to work on that. I want to post more like night time skincare routine, you know, stuff like that, or like get ready with me's, but I'm too nervous and I'm too scared and I feel like I don't look a certain way, if that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like all the cute TikTok girlies have a certain image and they're just so put together and that is not me, but I mean, I'm working towards that slowly. I'm slowly trying to build that confidence to actually post more of myself on social media. It's just, it's really hard um, because there are a lot of people out there. Like literally one time I posted a reel of me um, like strutting and I was just like, you know, that feeling when you hit a thousand hours and you're graduating aesthetic school. Someone literally commented that I looked fat and I was overweight and they went literally they went off on me. They were just going over and over, commenting um, so many times that, you know, I was overweight, I was fat, um, I am just not the ideal standard, and, you know, just going over all that, and, you know, even I still think about it, like, I'm thinking about it right now, and it really hurt my feelings. It was really, it was just not nice at all, and, um, I'm very, very self-conscious about, like, what I look like already, and so, and I took it down, I'm pretty sure, um, so, yeah, ever since that, I'm just like, bruh, I don't even want to post anymore, <laughs> but anyways, gosh, I am got so off topic, okay, um, so yeah, you know, you're definitely gonna learn different things during school and in the field, um, let's see. I think I also want to talk about pros and cons of being an esthetician. Um, I also, like, I'm just winging this. Like, I don't have a list or anything, but pros, um, you do get a lot of, like, discounts at, like, if you have a designated beauty store that sells professional products, um, I don't know if that's everywhere, but I know that I get discounts with my license, um, what's it called service trading where like other estheticians or other um just like beauty professionals we can trade services like you know i'll do their lashes or i'll give them a facial and they will do my nails for example or they can give me a massage for example so service trades are really nice um <laughs> i am like talking about all this <laughs> like nothing that has to do with the actual industry um let's see i don't know being an esthetician is very if you love what you do it's going to be something that is very rewarding um if you're working in a specific environment it's going to be something that is also like you know you're ready to go to work you're ready to get out of bed and see your clients um another pro about like clients is that you do build relationships with them um, there are certain clients that I've been seeing for months now since I've started where I'm at right now. And just the relationship that we have is going to be something that I'm always going to remember. So that's also really, really nice. Um, cons, again with the clients, that's everywhere. In customer service, in in food industry, it 
any industry, you're going to have customers, clients, patients that are not going to be the nicest to you. And that's something that you need to accept. I mean, you know, you don't need to accept that. You shouldn't even tolerate that. Um, Or at least in my opinion, like when I have my own spa, that is, no, I'm not going to be tolerating that. I will refuse clients if they come in with a horrible attitude. That's just that's my preference. That's what I'm going to do. Like, even if I am losing money, I don't want that kind of energy in my spa or in my treatment room. And that's that. Um, other cons, um, it's expensive to go solo if you, um, like want to offer a lot of services or services in general. If you don't have like, um, saved up money or some sort of financial support system it's very expensive to go solo um or at least in my case it was expensive um and i would 100 percent if i could right now i would be working independently um just because of the benefits and just because um i want to be my own boss but another con of being an esthetician is that building your clientele someone said it takes a year but that is probably absolutely true. It could take longer. It could take less time. But for me, I do not, like I have an established clientele because of where I work, but the clientele that keeps returning to me is very minimal uh, right now. Um, so building your, building your clientele is very hard. But then again, if you are, um, putting in the effort to advocate for yourself on social media, which is probably my number one, like, the number one most advice that I would give everyone is that social media is your tool. Use Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any any social media platform, post on it like every other day, every day, as much content as you can, reels, um, knowledge, facts, um, videos, behind the scenes, before and afters. There's so much that you can be posting to be advocating for yourself because people are going to go to your social media platform and this is what they're going to do. If I want to get my lashes done, I'm going to look up on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm just going to be like, okay, like something lashes because there are a lot of people who their tags or their handles Um, you can look at tags, you can look at handles, you can look at usernames, and you're always going to be able to find it. So I like to look at the hashtags and I'll be like volume lashes or whatever. I will scroll, scroll. I can find someone. I look at their page. Boom. Uh, amazing lashes, amazing content. I love the way everything's laid out. They have a theme going on. They have a fact. They have a behind the scenes. They have another fact. You know, it's, it's, it's aesthetic to look at their page and I'm like, okay, yeah, like I'm going to go get my lashes done by this person. So using your social media platform is going to be key to, um, getting those clients and, becoming more successful and growing growing your audience even if people never book with you off of your social media platform you are still gaining those followers and you're still gaining an audience and another thing is word of mouth word of mouth is also going to be one of the biggest things um to grow your clientele 
Um, business cards, like if you have business cards after you get done with a service, give them a couple business cards or one maybe. Um, there are business cards that have little QR codes on them. Those are really convenient as well because it can just pop up to your Instagram page or it can pop up to your virtual business card. Um, or you can have just a simple business card with your information on it and you can give that to your clients and um, give them an, you know, amazing service like you always do. And then, um, they are going to spread the word. They can hand out business cards. Um, they can share your posts on your social media platforms. And that's also going to be really nice. But that word of mouth, when someone tells someone like, Hey, I just got my facial done by Andrea. Her Instagram is skin goddess. And she, she is the skin goddess. She is amazing. Like my skin looks better than ever. And you should really go check her out. Like she was really relaxing. She was awesome. Um, like you should go check her out sometime. And then that person is going to check me out. And then they're going to tell their friends like, oh my God, like my skin is glowing. Or they're going to make a post or a review and you can share that post and that review. You know, it's a whole cycle. There are endless amounts of things that you can do on social media to help grow yourself. <laughs> and I say all of this, but <laughs> I say all of this, but I really need to take my own advice. <laughs> so... But yeah, those are the definitely like the top things that are very important in um, this career. Um, and I can make a whole separate episode even more about this industry because I'm already at like 45 minutes. So, <laughs> All right. So my job now, I work under a corporate franchise right now. And my dream job is to open my own spa. And I want to get there little by little. So hope, I'm hoping that in the future I can either suite rent or booth rent and um, really just make a name for myself in the city that I live in. And eventually in the future, open up my own spa and um, something very zen, something very tranquil but also welcoming and pink and plants. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that... I hope you guys are seeing the image that I'm trying to create. Um, but trust me, I've made Pinterest boards about this. So, and, you know, I just... I'm manifesting this. And it's going to happen. It will 100% happen. Absolutely. Because I believe in myself. And I just... I trust that I'm in, you know good hands you know so but yeah this will happen i'm gonna look back and listen to this or i'm gonna look back and i'm gonna think well i remember recording this podcast episode and saying that i was gonna have my spot and i haven't you know i'm looking forward to that so anyways but yeah i currently work under a corporate franchise um it is super popular we offer a range of um, skincare treatments, and I really, that's, I love skincare, so that's what I'm really focusing on right now. Um, eventually, when I move on to Sweet Rent, I want to focus on lashes, brows, and waxing, because those are the most popular where I'm from right now, 
and really get that going, really get my clientele, and eventually when I have more money, grow and expand more into skincare and more facials. So, um, let's see. Um, okay, a friend and I were talking about, like, why can school be such a tough experience? And, like, I honestly, it was a tough experience and it was kind of exhausting because it was it felt like a job it felt like a full-time job and you're not being paid you can get tipped occasionally which was like five or ten dollars i never got a tip like higher than fifteen dollars probably and um it's really hard it's really hard doing all of that work being there for eight hours and just experiencing burnout because just everything that you're learning, everything that's being thrown at you, working with clients. Sometimes it can be exhausting and that's okay. That's when you need to, you know, self-assess and kind of take some time for yourself. And, you know, if you like to journal, journal. If you like to watch TV, take naps, eat some good food, go out with your friends. It is okay to relax. It is okay to take breaks. Um, even now, um, working in the industry, working in field, I still need to take breaks. I still need to take time for myself and really appreciate myself because I don't think, like, we don't do that enough, guys. We need to appreciate ourselves more and what we do. We are service providers. We are professionals. We do enhancements and services for people, um, to help them or for whatever reason they have but at the end of the day you know we're still humans too and i feel like for me when i'm at work my personality has to be a little bit more outgoing i have to be more open i have to be more like bubbly and so and i'm a huge introvert i am a huge introvert and when i get home i'm just my social battery is gone it's drained and i'm sure a lot of you can relate as well so that's why you know we have to take the time to pamper ourselves too guys so um go get that facial go get your nails done write in your journal read your book um go for a walk drink your water of course um but yeah today's episode was really ranty does that is that a word I was like ranting a lot, but I don't know. I just, I wanted this episode to be more carefree and not as planned out and talk about, you know, everything. And so, and I'm happy I did. I'm happy that I did this episode. So, um, if you guys want to hear more episodes like this, you know, just, um, I think there's like a little poll or questionnaire after or something. I don't know how that works, but I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, just let me know, um, you know, about if we want to listen to more of these types of episodes, but I'm happy to do them. I had a really good time. Honestly, the time flew. It's already 50 minutes and I feel like I just started recording and I feel like I could also talk for another hour. <laughs> but um, anyways, guys, take care of yourselves, please, mentally, spiritually, physically in whatever way take care of yourself 
in the ways that you prefer, in the ways that you're able to, because nourishing our minds and our bodies is going to help us be more successful. It's going to help us grow. Um, Nourishing ourselves in general and just taking care of our well-being is something that is important for us so that we don't lead to burnout. So um, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and I hope everyone has an amazing day.